Danny Triple on the flow, man. Some neighbors are saying way too loud. Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of the world famous Loose Lug Nuts podcast. I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside Thomas Dick, and we had a couple of races in New Hampshire. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, I'm a little pissed off at NASCAR, and we'll get into this more in our preview episode. But Chicago, we're going, we're doing some street racing, and we're getting ready to run America. And that makes I'm not mad, just disappointed. We're gonna do it, and you're gonna like it, whether you like it or not. And like, there's a couple drivers that I saw, like uh, Josh Balicki was one of them. It's like, why are we getting rid of Road America? Like, we had great crowds there, pretty good races, pretty entertaining, and we're gonna get. It rid seemed of it. like they were gonna make it a Fourth of July weekend tradition, which used to be Daytona. Yeah, but then I think they realized that they could get Daytona's always gonna sell out. It's like Talladega yeah. and Bristol, and then they moved it. But I don't know. That was just uh, something I saw today. Kind of pissed me off, but and they had a track that wasn't bad at Chicago land, which isn't in Chicago, but I don't know what the effort was like to get people to go out to it. Yeah. And like here, they're gonna have to go to it because it's gonna be driving by. I don't <laughs> I don't know if the townsfolk really care. Yeah. If they yeah, talk- like if, if I think of NASCAR, I don't think of Chicago. Like Atlanta, I could see, or maybe like a Dallas or some other like southern town yeah. maybe but or like you know richmond something along those lines but i feel like if the town folk cared they would get out to they would have gotten out to chicago land yeah well let's get into it we got the Ambetter 301 this was on sunday uh in qualifying uh martin truex jr was starting out on the pole uh he's uh joined by chase elliott on the front row kurt bush third followed by bubba wallace and then christopher bell round out the top five when we get in to the racing on sunday it's martin truex who takes the early lead uh bubba actually moves up to second and is riding there and then on lap six out of nowhere it's alex bowman josh balicki ty dillon and bj mcleod they get tangled up uh on one on turns one and two uh, Dylan gets bumped by Justin Haley, and then he overcorrected into Bowman. All four day, all four of them, uh, their day was done pretty early on. Not a, a very good week for Mr. Ty Dillon. Why's that? Oh, because yeah, they said that they weren't going to renew his contract. Yeah, so Petty GMS not renewing Ty Dillon, and they actually theorized that. Uh, Ty's run in the J, the formerly Jay Buford 48 uh, uh, big machine racing was a, a test run on him getting that ride next year. But, yeah. but so, and the, so they someone announcers. Picked Bo, someone picked Bowman as the uh, head the head winner in the uh, him versus Byron. That was you. Yeah. Well, and he brought it up in his post, you know, crash interview is, you know, that's what happens when you have a terrible, terrible qualifying run, uh, ruined his race, just got caught up. And, uh, even if they didn't get into the wreck, it was going to be hard for them to move up just at a track like New Hampshire. Which you don't really like the track. No, I don't, which I'm going to get into, but we restart on uh, lap 13, uh, Truex takes the outside. He jumps out to the lead again. And, uh, 
you know, you were driving, so I'm the one that took notes during this race, and it was probably a good thing because I would have fallen asleep because seven laps after they restart, Truex is leading by 0.6 seconds. You don't even see Bubba Wallace, who's in second in the frame. He's up by 0.6 over Elliott, who is one and a half seconds ahead of Kurt Busch. So I'm like thinking, are we sure we're racing at New Hampshire and not Texas? Hmm. So you don't like when the fastest car just goes really fast. No, there's no competition. So you're because there's two like the, we've had this jousting going on with NASCAR with people who want close competitive racing and people that want really fast cars to just be really fast. But the hard part is you can't make it up because the clean air makes so much of a difference. It's just like yeah. Texas. the only time you can really make up space and we'll see Chase Elliott falls back, but he's able to move through the field, but he hits a point where he just can't pass anymore. That's when you wreck him. Well, he's not Ross Chastain. Wow. Shots fired. <laughs> uh, but we get about 10 to go in the stage. Um, and we finally see some sort of position battling. That's Kyle Larson and Bubba Wallace. They're battling for a second. Uh, Babel, uh, Bubba is able to use a uh, lap cars to finally edge Larson. Larson, after two or three laps of back and forth racing, but it's Truex that wins uh, by about five seconds, followed by Bubba Larson, Chase Elliott, Kevin Harvick, Christopher Bell, Kurt Busch, Eric Amarola, William Byron, and Denny Hamlin to round out the top 10. It was the sixth stage win of the season for Marty. Uh, not a lot uh, going on in that first stage, except for that big accident involving uh, Bowman, Balicki, Dylan, and McLeod. I feel like he's the leader, is he not? Who? The stage wins, Marty. That I don't know without looking up. I feel like his stage wins are the most because they were talking about how weird it was that he had the most stage wins, but he hasn't got an actual win. Well, then they talked about, I don't know if it was in, during the break, but how the crew chief was like, hey, like they were talking to, or him and Marty were talking. He's like, hey, we need to win. And Marty's like, no, dude, we got this. Like, we're fine. So he's got some confidence, though. I like it. You don't have any. Uh, no, I mean, he's my guy, man. Yeah. Guy. You want to see him win. We don't get free interstate batteries like BOGO if he wins, though. So Wait, I found that weird. That was weird. Okay, like, let's get into Okay. So JGR switched, like, all of them, even 2311. Like we've seen Christopher Bell in the Sirius XM. That's what Kurt Bush was in. So I thought that was, I thought Kurt Bush was Christopher Bell the whole time. Yeah. I Martin Truex is in the green interstate Kyle batteries, Bush. which I thought was Kyle Bush. And then Kyle Bush is in the black and yellow DeWalt car, which I thought was Christopher Bell the whole time. I thought it was Matt Kenseth. Well, it could have been. <laughs> so I was very confused. The whole, like the only one I knew who it was, was Denny Hamlin in the eleven. FedEx man, and you see that arrow in the E and the X every time. <laughs> uh, so we get through the uh, second stage. It's Truex who wins the race off pit road, followed by Kevin Harvick, uh, Kyle Larson, Bubba Wallace, and Christopher Bell. Truex takes the outside. He jumps out to the lead on the backstretch, and immediately following uh, Truex getting on the backstretch, we see Kyle Busch uh, gets spun around, but he's able to save it. Uh, and he was in a lot of traffic, so it's pretty amazing that no cars had any damage uh, that we could see at least. Maybe Kyle had a little bit, but we see that he doesn't. But pretty amazing that no one uh, was hit him or suffered any more damage. 
A lot of uh, skilled driving. Could have been a big one at the New Hampshire, which usually don't get one there. Yeah. So uh, we were lucky. So we restart on lap 83. Uh, Truex gets a much better jump, clears Larson uh, down on the inside easily. And then we get another big crash. This one's involving Harrison Burton, Corey LaJoy, Michael McDowell on lap 90. Uh, Corey LaJoy got loose and tried to overcorrect it uh, in turns one and two, hits Burton before hitting the 34 of McDowell. And this is where, uh, I don't know if you know this, Harrison Burton's out, so Woodbros push win back another week. And then you have the uh, Corey LaJoy, everyone's uh, sob story they wanted to win last week. He's out early. Very sad it's starting to be a sad race yeah uh yeah like everybody's kind of rooting for him like michael mcdowell was kind of running in the back but he still had a good season but a uh, big uh, wreck involving all of them uh so once we get that caution almost everyone comes to pit a few take two tires but most everyone takes fuel logano cindric busher stay out so they are the top three and this was big news as we mentioned earlier chase elliott had to re-pit as they, uh, they didn't tighten the right rear, so he has to come back down. He starts at the end of the lead lap cars. Uh, we restart on lap 100. It's Logano. He restarts on the outside. Uh, he clears Busher before the first turn, and then this is where we see Chase Elliott. He's moving his way up the field pretty easily. He restarted 22nd, and 19 laps later, he's already in the top 10. Moving, BOGO. The last two times we've had a BOGO opportunity, we have not taken advantage of it. We'll go uh, Monday if they win this one. Yeah, so we're looking forward. I'm already picking out my flavors uh, that I'm going to get on the BOGO wings as Elliot's moving forward. Uh, Truex, though, he has something to say about that. He's hounding Logano. Uh, he finally passes on lap 121. Uh, and then eight laps after taking the lead, he stretched the lead out to two seconds. Everybody's falling asleep. But the fifth caution of the day comes out. Ryan Blaney, who was I thought was going to be pretty good at this track, uh, he hits the wall after getting loose high up on the track on lap 146. And he was kind of back far. We really haven't seen much of him all day. Yeah, he's uh, they've been spinning their wheels the last couple of weeks. And it's getting very precarious. Um, oh. Yeah, we'll talk more about it after the thing. I don't want to spoiler alert anybody, but yeah, it's getting precarious. Well, I don't think we're spoiling it. If somebody hits the wall, they're probably not going to win. Well, no, but, I was just talking about if you... Oh, would, yeah, we don't want to spoil yeah. the wins. Uh, so after that fifth caution, everybody comes into pits. It's Truex. He's the first one off of pit road. He's got Daniel Suarez right next to him, though, as they only take two tires. He jumps up to second. They restart, and then about a lap or two later, we get another caution as Chase Briscoe spins out. And this was kind of funny because Eric Amarola reports that he only has third gear, which seems problematic to me. Like, not just, like, he has no first gear, no second gear, no fourth gear, just third gear. I'm going back to my my uh, big Al, my dad, made me take uh, the driver's test in a stick, and I don't think he could uh, start going in third. I think he had to start with first and second. Um, so just going back to drivers. Chase Briscoe, too. It's a really strong start of the year. Really, 
really been spinning his wheels. Like I felt like early on he was going to be the hot driver this year, but Ross Chastain's wrangled that uh, from him. But I feel like this has kind of been like Stuart Haas all year. Yeah. And, and last even a little bit last year. But we won't get into that, I guess. Uh, we restart with 30 to go in the second stage and surprise, surprise, Martin Truex gets out to an early lead, but then Kyle Busch spins out again on the front stretch with no contact with 23 to go. Uh, so we get another caution. And then this was weird because I don't know if you saw this, but Brad Keselowski and Austin Dillon get into a little kerfuffle. Uh, Dillon kind of bumps him and then Keselowski just like, his roid rage or something he like tries driving him off the track you think brad keselowski's on steroids well it's just like weird like they took i mean he's no carl edwards maybe he just doesn't like reality shows <laughs> lee he can't handle the life in the fast lane is what you're saying no no but it was weird but then i never really saw anything after like because they uh, we're listening to the radios on both crews and both crew chiefs were like, yeah, we have no idea what caused this. So it was very weird. Uh, but yeah, so they got into a little scuffle during the caution. We restart with 19 to go. Uh, stop me if you heard me say this before, but uh, Truex gets a lead. Have we heard that before? Yeah. Uh, but he ends up winning the second stage. He's followed by Kevin Harvick, Chase Elliott, Joey Logano, Kyle Larson, Kurt Busch, Ross Chastain, William Byron, Christopher Bell, and Bubba Wallace. Yeah, and Truex, what is that now? Eight stage wins? Seven. Seven stage wins. Most in NASCAR. Yeah, not bad. During the uh, stage break, it's Truex off pit road first, followed by Elliot Harvick Busher, who only took two tires in Joey Logano. Uh, this was kind of funny because uh, Austin Cindric lost a tire on pit road. Could have been suspended, but are they going to suspend them? We'll find out uh, tomorrow. Find out. Yeah, we'll have that on the preview episode, which I just. But it was up. like, it was worse than Christopher Bell's, I thought, because it went through a couple yeah. pit boxes. Yeah, nothing worse than a, a loose wheel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Harrison Burton, Chase Briscoe, and Kyle Busch all stayed out during the stage break. Uh, so it's Burton who leads them to the green. Oh, my gosh. These new so we could get in 100. Yeah, we rode off Woodbros. New car. The yeah. It's a beaten. But then Chase Briscoe takes the lead, and we know friend of the program, Luke Hillen, has to be excited about that. Yeah, um, maybe uh, Stuart Haas Racing will get it done. I yeah. picked it because he's Stuart Haas and they had done well here. <laughs> uh, but Truex uh, catches Briscoe pretty easily with 104 to go, makes a pass right at the start finish line. And then uh, NBC decides to show a graphic that says Truex has led 100 or 913 laps at New Hampshire uh, for Truex, but no wins. Did they jinx them? Probably. There's a TV jinx all the time. I don't know if you've heard about, like, baseball. No hitter. Yeah. So, NBC shows that. And then uh, seven laps later, we get a caution from Todd Gillen with 97 left to go. It's the ninth one of the day. Uh, by the, almost by every the way, 
They called him the 38. Well, I don't, well my, uh, my sister tells me I interrupt you a lot, but I feel like this interruption is important. Uh, this weekend coming up, we'll talk more, more about it on the preview race. It's going to be National Rip Your Float Day, and Todd Gillen has a uh, – he's going to be in an awesome uh, A&W root beer car. And uh, if anyone's looking to get me a, a Christmas gift, it's the first um, diecast I've thought about getting this year. So, all right, pretty sweet. That's going to be on your paint schemes yeah. list. I had to bring that up because we don't talk about Todd Gilman very much. Because uh, well, we just call him the thirty-eight because that's what he yeah. calls him. <laughs> so he, uh, yeah, Todd Gilman brings out the ninth caution of the day. Almost everyone comes down pit road, and uh, this is where Harvick is leaving his pit stall while Austin Dillon is coming in, and he spins out Dillon. And then I had never really seen this before, but Dillon does his pit stop reverse, so he gets spun 180 degrees, and he pretty much just says, F it. So the right side's facing the pit wall where normally the left side is, and his pit crew does the uh, pit stop that way. So, I mean, it's not, I don't think it's that big of a deal. He gets extra practice for uh, road course pit stops. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, you know. But I thought it was interesting. Just a packed uh, pit road, you know. Uh, but then uh, Kurt Busch, Joey Logano, and Cole Custer, they stayed out. Kurt uh, leads out of turns one and two. 65 to go. It's Kurt and Logano battling for the lead. And then we have Christopher Bell and Chase Elliott battling for third. Uh, and then Chase kind of pulls like a Ross Chastain here as he uh, gets into Logano and then both him and Bell pass uh, the 22, 57 to go. And Elliot is on Bush's bumper and then he hits him after they clear turn three, turns three and four. And they're jostling back and forth for the lead. And then Elliot is able to clear Bush. But while they were jostling, Christopher Bell uh joins them and he passes bush as well so it's elliot followed by bell yeah you were talking about how it's too hard to pass once you like because you got that dirty air and you can't get by him and i said you know you got to bump and run and that's uh elliot did a little more aggressively than you would think and that got him a little loose and uh christopher bell he's going to be the uh, mayor of loudon soon because i don't know if we touched on it in the uh, preview he won three straight uh, Xfinity races there. Yeah, and watching this race, I was like, damn, how did we not pick him? Like, I picked Danny Hamlin, and he was, like, just not competitive all day. Yeah. And I was like, how stupid are we that we talked about how good Christopher Bell is at this track, and no one picked him? Well, I picked Harvick, who's good at this track also, and I think he finished well this race. But uh, as we see, so Chase is leading Christopher Bell, but then during commercial, they got the side-by-side going, and Bell clears Elliott with 42 to go. Uh, seven laps later, Bell leads by 1.4 seconds. Uh, Kurt Busch is six point, or Bell leads Elliott by 1.4 seconds. Kurt Busch is 6.4 seconds back. And then Wallace, who's in fourth, is 9.3 seconds back. Uh, Kurt Busch is the one, first one that comes in that hasn't pitted. He comes into pit road with 32 to go. And then this was kind of funny because Cole Custer had stayed out, but he has an issue with this pit stop as the rear tire changer can't get the tire off. Uh, and while the front tire changer does, the jackman drops, so Cole Custer thinks that he's good to go. 
but they haven't even changed the rear tire. So he has to like stop after going, put it in reverse, um, and then put the change the tire. Bad situation for Custer, who had a great run going. But the thing that I thought was weird, and I want to know more about, is the the rear tire changer was wearing a high point jumpsuit, which is usually Chase Briscoe's sponsor, and he wasn't wearing the same as the rest of pit crew. So I wonder if something happened to the other tire changer. They switched somebody around. Or what have you, you know, teams do that all the time, but it's still an unfortunate situation for Custer and the 41 team. I'm going to the theory that he shit his suit. <laughs> that could be it. <laughs> uh, so after that happens, we see Christopher Bell. Uh, he just continues to dominate the rest of the race. He ends up winning by 5.4 seconds. He secures himself in the playoffs, we think which is huge for him and Joe Gibbs racing. He is followed by Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Martin Truex, and Kevin Harvick in the top five. Uh, Bubba Wallace, this is his best finish since finishing second at the Daytona 500. And also of note, he had never finished better than 22nd at New Hampshire in his career. So a great race for him and the 23-11 team. Uh, Denny Hamlin was sixth, followed by Brad Keselowski, Ross Chastain, Daniel Suarez, and Kurt Busch to round out the top 10 season best seventh place finish for Kozlowski. Not a bad finish, but for someone like him, it's that should be your season that. best finish. Yeah, it's crazy to, to note that that's his best finish of the year. Um, so what, what, a lot of the stuff up top doesn't change. We still have the same five multiple race winners, uh, Chase Elliott, Ross Chastain, Joey Logano, William Byron, and Denny Hamlin. Danny's still outside the top 16 in points, so he's still a point stealer despite the two wins. Uh, now we have nine with one win, which means we have 14 cars in. If you're taking notes and filling out little uh, charts and stuff, I'll read them slow. Kyle Larson, Kyle Busch, Kurt Busch, Christopher Bell, Alex Bowman, Austin Sindrick, Tyler Reddick, Daniel Suarez, and Chase Briscoe. So this is where it gets crazy. We got two guys that are in on points right now, Ryan Blaney and Martin Truex, but they're third and fourth in the overall points. That is crazy. <laughs> yeah, that so then, yeah, they're third and fourth in the regular season points. Uh, but really, Kevin Harvick, Eric Amarola, Michael McDowell, they are all went away from stealing one of those guys' places. But Especially in the last race is a super speedway race. Yep, where Michael McDowell won the Daytona 500 last year. Uh, but if neither I mean, of them get a win. that throws Justin Haley in the mix. That throws Ricky Stenhouse. So Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace. So, like, if you would have Corey told me. LaJoy. Corey LaJoy. Yeah. If you would have told me at the beginning of the year that Ryan Blaney, Martin Truex, and Kevin Harvick, one of those three wouldn't make it in. I'd say you were crazy. But unless all three of those guys win, one of them's not getting in. Yeah, and Harvick, so if uh, neither of them win, Harvick is 68 points behind Truex for the last spot. So there's still time to make up that ground, but it's not going to be easy without a win. Yeah. And when that's the, the other thing, like Blaney and Truex sort of have to – to get a win but they also have to get as many points as they can because yeah. at that point if someone else wins a race 
it's the I don't have to be faster than a cheetah. I have to be faster <laughs> than you. Yeah. So I can outrun you and the cheetah eats you. So it's going to be uh, as you you say, precarious. Me. Right now, the cheetah would eat me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're going to be in Pocono uh, this weekend. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. On Saturday, we had the Crayon 200, but not Crayon. What is it? Not the not Crayon. Crayola. Huh? Not the Crayola Crayons. The Crayon. Yeah. The Crayon 200. Crayola, Crayola, the company, isn't far from Pocono. So they, they could have got their Ooh. money. And Pocono, I think, is where they're doing the big uh, M&M's racing thing, right? Didn't we yeah. mention that? Uh, Josh Berry, who someone picked to win, won the poll. Uh, he was joined by Daniel Hemrick on the front row. Row two was also Justin Allgaier and Ty Gibbs with Landon Castle and Trevor Bain on row three. But for those that picked Josh Berry to win, he was one of eight cars that need to go to the back pre-race. A little adjustment. You know, it feels like... Uh, you, we haven't seen Chase Elliott have to go to the back in a while. Yeah, I just had an accident. Why would you do? I had a bottle of hot sauce in my backpack and it it broke. Uh-oh. And I couldn't figure out why my backpack was wet and I got hot sauce <laughs> in one pocket. <laughs> Luckily, my computer wasn't in it. <laughs> so what were you talking about? Uh, I was talking about how Josh Berry won the poll and then had to go to the back. Some of us picked Josh Berry to win. Oh, yeah. Well, who was that moron? No, nah, just some dumbass. Nah, he'll end up winning. So what we get the yeah, out front of Algar to start the race. Gibbs is uh medicine early as he's been known to do, but it's uh Trevor Bain who gets around him on lap six for the lead. He does a bogo pass. Gibbs, oh my gosh, you think he learned and then he hasn't learned. You think he learned? He tries a move on lap six that or lap five that you should try on the like second to last lap um yeah so that that allows uh trevor bain to take control um, daniel hemrick's not really happy with ty gibbs no one's happy with ty gibbs um, but anyhow jgr looking strong uh after uh bain who who picked him i think i did yeah he after, did uh he leads about 18 laps before ty gibbs grabs the lead from him on lap 23 uh lap 25 colored cars are running uh from fifth to seventh and a little pack hemrick castle and almondinger they're starting to get that speed because a couple weeks ago they were like running ninth yeah. or nine through 12 so yeah they're partnering starting to pick up the speed and then uh 10 laps later on lap 35 we get the first caution of the day as justin Algar thinks uh, Julia Landauer is going to go all the way to the top lane, but she has other plans. And then Algar just decides to run her into the wall. Yeah, he's like, his spotter even said, hey, you know, you don't have to go to the top of the wall. Uh, so she didn't go to the top of the wall. Uh, Landauer gets a lot of damage. And then we get a curb your enthusiasm moment. Uh, you ever watch that show? Yeah, a little bit. There's an episode called The Survivor where... Uh, they keep referring to someone as a survivor and everyone thinks it's a Holocaust survivor, but it's not. It's just someone who's on the TV show, the survivor. Well, they refer to her as a survivor, um, but she's not a Holocaust and or cancer survivor. 
She's our fake reality show survivor. <laughs> From the show Survivor. Yeah. Which is fake, but go on. <laughs> uh, so we see most of the leaders, Pitts, Ryan Sieg, Brandon Brown, Anthony Alfredo, Mike Snyder, Jeremy Clements, Bailey Curry, and Mason Massey. They don't pit. So we see Sieg and Brown start out front. Uh, Sieg grabs the lead and Brown runs okay. Uh, but you know what happens when uh, you don't have new tires? Bailey Curry just drops like an anvil. Yeah. Uh, sad to see a friend of the program uh, uh, get out of the mix there. Ryan Sieg wins the stage fairly early as uh, um, Gibbs was coming on strong, but he had way too many guys that didn't pit that he had to get through. So Gibbs is unable to catch Sieg. Um, end of the stage, a little rift between yeah. two. I don't know if you remember last year, the Gregson and Hemrick uh, incident in the pits. Uh, they yeah. had where, that was uh, at Atlanta. Yeah, but uh, Gregson slides up in the Hemrick. Hemrick gives him a love tap as the stage ends. They say Wheelhop was to blame. Huh. So. Only Wheelhop we saw this week. That later, because that's not the end. So Ryan C, uh, C first stage win of the season. Gibbs, Almondinger, William Byron looking to bushwhack, Brandon Brown in the top five. Yep. Then we see Trevor Bain, Anthony Alfredo, Daniel Hamrick, Justin Allgaier, and Riley Herbst. Uh, they ran out the top ten and also pick up stage points. Yep, so then we get to stage two. We got uh, Gibbs and Dinger out front. All those cars we talked about had to pit. The ones that did pit stayed out, which put Gibbs and Dinger in the front. Gibbs takes the lead. Byron gets by uh, Almondinger, so he's chasing. Gibbs has a lead out to about uh, 1.5 seconds on lap 66, but then lap 76, Byron starts reeling them in, and he's got the lead on the half second by lap 79. Yeah, and then they get to lap traffic on lap 82. Uh, Byron actually uses a pick to get by Gibbs and flies out to a big lead, uh, and then Ty Gibbs gets on the radio, reports a brake problem. Yeah, you want to have brakes. want to have yeah. brakes. And then Landon Castle gets by Gibbs with three to go. As they approach the finish line, Hemrick has a similar wheel hop issue, and he gets in the Gregson as they fight for fifth place. Hemrick gets the points. Gregson spins out, and he finishes out of the top ten. Wow. Uh, so he, uh, William Byron actually bushwhacks. He gets the stage win, followed by Gibbs, Dinger, Bain, and Hemrick in the top five. Uh, Justin Allgaier, Barry, Herb, Sieg, and Sheldon Creed uh, get the stage points. As we head to the final stage, it was an extended stop for Ty Gibbs as the A-frame broke on the right front. Uh, his chance of winning is done. They come back in and shut the engine off. He loses a lap. Yeah, um, we do the lab 98 restart. Byron and Castle duel, but a caution comes out immediately as not a very good day from Julia Landauer. Uh, the survivor uh, doesn't survive an incident with Matt Mills. <laughs> <laughs> and then on, uh, they restart on lap 104. Same two in front. Byron gets a bad start. He ends up going up the track. So Landon Castle gets in front of Dinger. Byron appears to have a tire down. He has to pit. His chance of winning goes the way of Gibbs. Lap 106, Hemrick gets loose and gets into the wall. His left rear was flat. Uh, he actually got uh, wheel or tire damage when he was three wide with Sheldon Creed and Ty Dillon. Yeah, he, uh, his day is uh, by the wayside. 
I'll mention it now because it comes post-race, but they actually asked Gregson about the incidents with Hemrick. And he he said, I like, I know Gregson has to be very careful because of that incident he had at Road America. Um, he was very diplomatic. He's like, hey, you know, I had a little bit of wheel hop. I got into him. He didn't like it. So he gave me a tap, understandable. And then he didn't even call it retaliation. He said, yeah, Daniel had the same wheel hop issue and got into me. And he's just, he's sort of, he's got to be diplomatic. So he's very diplomatic. I thought it was a, a much better interview than what I expected. From him it's almost like he's maturing in front of our eyes. Yeah. Well, he's, uh, there's a cup ride. <laughs> yeah. He sees that in his future. Lap 112, Landon Castle. He actually uh, picks the inside lane on the restart. Some are saying that's questionable. Uh, so Josh Berry is able to get out in front. Lap 115, Derek Griffith, Griffith in the Sam Hunt racing car spins to bring out the yellow and nobody in the top 13 pits. Yeah, uh, Austin Hill, uh, 14th, Alex LeBase, 17th, Jeremy Clements, 19th, Anthony Alfredo, 20th are the first four cars um to pit maybe that'll pay off because uh, we think everyone else has to pit at some yeah. point so they restart on lap 22 landon castle much better start on the inside uh it takes him a couple laps but he ends up uh getting by barry for the lead three laps later jeff burton's talking about a great move by barry to not battle gregson for second place and possible getting possibly get in trouble and he's instantly sent in a spin by Sheldon Creed, which take out a bunch of can, uh, contenders, including Ryan Sieg, Jeb Burton, Mike Snyder, Sam Meyer, and Riley Herbst. Yeah, uh, very uh, timely. It's like that TV jinx that we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, announcer jinx. So at this moment, Creed is riding the blue line at the bottom. Barry comes down into Creed. And it's weird because uh, later on, they'll talk to Mike Snyder, and I believe they talked to Jeb Stewart. And both of them talk like it was Creed's fault. Like, they're like, yeah, race. But Creed was on, like, I don't feel like he needs to go to the apron. Like, Josh Berry's like, I'm getting into you. You can go down <laughs> the apron. And Creed's like, no, I'm not going down the apron. I'm staying here. Like, I get the line. I'm on the line. I'm staying on the line. And, but they both in the post race interviews, both of them commented like Creed was at fault in that one. I, I didn't see it that way. Mm -hmm. Uh, so they pull out the red fat flag on lap 126. Ryan Sieg and Josh Berry's days are done. Uh, another one of the front runners out. He, they join uh, Daniel Hemrick, uh, Noah Gregson, and Ty Gibbs. And I, I was errant on Gregson. Gregson was not out. Oh, for someone else. There was someone else. I forgot who it was, but bad note taking by me. That's all right. You can continue. God, I feel like an idiot. <laughs> 138 restart. Brandon Brown leads. Uh, he beats Anthony Alfredo and Alex Little Bay. Creed grabs the lead with 61 to go. He's looking strong enough to win, which he needs a win to get in. Um, he's sitting back there in like 12, or not 12, but 14th place in the points. Um, two out of the thingy, so he needs a win. 59 to go. Dinger gets up in the LaPay. And they take out Brandon Jones and J.J. Yaley. Really miscommunication. Uh, so Dinger's spotter, like, heading into the, the, the lap before says, hey, uh, 
LeBay's on your outside. And then going in the turn, he says, hey, LeBay's on your outside. But he doesn't say LeBay's on your outside when they're exiting the turn. <laughs> and so I don't know if Dinger, he didn't say clear. That's the thing. Normally, they're like, hey, you're clear outside. He never says clear outside, but he never says, hey, LeBay is out there. So Dinger thinks he's got the spot and he rams into him. He's pissed off. I like AJ Allmendinger, but he has man uh, anger issues. <laughs> and he's basically, I'm done. And they're like, no, come on, we can fix this, get some points. He's like, no, I'm done. And they're like, no, give it a whirl. He gives it a whirl. He does a lap and basically says the car doesn't work. <laughs> no, if it does or doesn't, but yeah. So yeah. you can add him to the list. You can put him in Gregson's place since Gregson's in. Yeah. So they restart eight laps later with 51 to go. Sheldon Creed, uh, he's uh, the first one there, and he picks the inside on the restart like Landon Castle did earlier in the race, and it works out just the same earlier. Uh, Castle, who was on the outside, gets the lead, followed by Justin Allgaier. Uh, and with all those top drivers with issues, Allgaier is back in the race, and he ends up taking the lead with 49 to go. Yeah, when he had that run in with uh... – Jessica Landau, you didn't think it ended his day, but you're like, eh, that should rough up his car enough that he's he's not going to go for a win. But no, he's back up there. Um, this was like, there wasn't a big one here. There was a, just a lot of little ones that took out a lot of uh, competitors. Uh, 39 to go, William Byron's running third, but he thinks it's blowing up. Gages went dark and he's sputtering another top car out. Add him to the list. Yep. I was making, I was writing down. And then 27 to go, another top one's out. Okanori Agata. <laughs> <laughs> the 13 car. Yeah. yeah. He brings out the yellow, so they restart with 21 to go. It's Allgaier and Castle out front. Allgaier is smart, though, taking the outside, but gets a bad start, and Castle gets the lead. Doesn't last long, though, as Allgaier drives deep into the corner with 19 to go and able to get the lead back. 10 to go. Allgaier is pulling away from Landon Castle. He's got a one-and-a-half-second lead. Bain in third. Gregson in fourth. Uh, Bain works hard to get by Castle, but it leaves him with just six laps to catch Allgaier, and he's 3.6 seconds behind. Bain desperately needs a caution, and you know what he doesn't get? A caution. Yeah, so it's Xfinity win number 19 for Allgaier. I mentioned how good Junior Motorsports has been at New Hampshire. Uh, he needs one more to become the 17th driver to record 20, 20 Xfinity wins. Yeah, um, he's happy down in this thing. Like, towards the end of the race, like, they started talking about, hey, is he the guy, one of the guys that can get uh, a cup ride? Is he too old at 36? You're like, no, he sort of likes, you know, having Sundays off, you know? Yeah. Make huge money in uh, Xfinity, but it's still a top series like it's not the top but it's still a top i think both him and dinger uh they like compete for a championship and having that sunday off yeah i mean if you're him though like realistically like you're you're running a pretty damn good ride in xfinity where you can have success or you can ride in a lower class cup series and battle for 20th and hopefully get a yeah. win at like a super speedway or something so i mean it kind of makes sense in your 36 like yeah, it'd be cool to get a couple cup rides, but you're not going to get, you know, you're not going to ride with JGR, Stuart Haas, Hendrick, anything like that. So we get a 
unless yeah. Junior Motorsports gets a cup series or a cup team. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I didn't actually write this down. I'll mention it later in the thingy, but we get a, a post-race inspection infraction. Ooh. So both Noah Gregson and Landon Castle, who finished uh, third, Castle finished third, Gregson finished fourth. They, uh, they lose points. They both get one point for the race. Gregson's people, Junior Motorsports said, we're not even appealing it. I didn't hear about uh, colleague racing yeah just a really bad hit for uh castle because he's there down there at the bottom fight for uh that last spot so he thought he had his uh best finish in like forever and he didn't <laughs> yeah, what- so it, was, it was algar with the win followed by trevor bain brandon brown jeremy clements and sheldon creed in the top five season season beth's fourth place finish for clements uh, and that team has really struggled this season after making the playoff last year. And then Ty Dillon, who just lost his cup ride for next year, finished sixth, followed by Austin Hill, Kyle Weatherman, Mason Massey, and friend of the program, Bailey Curry. Yeah, I said the top ten looked like a Talladega or Daytona result. A lot of those uh, people you normally don't see in the top ten. Weatherman equals his career best with an eighth. He has three eighths in his career. Uh, second top ten this year for Massey, who finished – sixth at the March Atlanta race and then the second career top 10 for uh, Bailey Curry. Yeah. So good for them. And then you mentioned Landon Castle, but a rough, rough day for our friends at Colic racing. Almondinger finishes 20th, Hemrick 35th, and then Castle who had thought he finished third uh, after the inspection, he ends up in 37th. Also not the best day for Joe Gibbs racing. Uh, your pick to win Trevor Bain, did finish second, but Ty Gibbs finishes 21st, and then Brandon Jones rolls in at 28th. Yeah, so uh, Junior Motorsports had a pretty good day, though, so good for them. The standings, we still got a lot of time left. It's so weird that they got eight weeks left till the playoffs, and the trucks have one week left. <laughs> I know coming up, the trucks will have, like, their, their four. last year during the Olympics, they had, like, a month off, and it's like, is there still a truck series? <laughs> so Dinger loses 13 points on his regular season lead. He now has a precarious 16-point lead over Allgaier. Gibbs is 28 points back. But uh, Gibbs has four wins, and he's got 23 playoff points, so he'll uh, have that going into the playoffs. Allgaier has three wins, 20 playoff points. Dinger, Barry, Gregson, and Austin Hill each have two wins and double-digit playoff points. And then Brandon Jones is the seventh racer in the playoffs on wins. Yep. And then the other five drivers, quote, unquote, in are Sam Mayer, Riley Herbst, Daniel Hemrick. They're comfortably in. And then Ryan Segan, Landon Castle, not so comfortably in. Uh, Castle's lead is shrinking like the cryptocurrency account balance, like Voyager. Uh, He's now 61 points ahead of Brandon Brown and 63 ahead of Sheldon Creed. Uh, Anthony Alfredo cut his deficit to 69. Yeah, that's so nice for him. Yeah. So that's that's that. It's coming down eight eight to go though. You know, you keep got time. Yeah, he's got time. Uh, it's just I don't know. Landon Castle had it going, and then I the post race inspection like it sort of gets me. Like you passed pre race inspection, so he had to be doing something. Either you wrecked. 
which that shouldn't be your fault, or you did something shady, which yeah. I can't believe in this day and age they don't have cameras on during your pit stops to see, see what they're doing. You could do something illegal after the pre-race inspection before you go on the track. Yeah. I can't believe they can't monitor see where the thing that caused the thing to not. Yeah. That's weird, but that's how NASCAR rolls, man. Yeah, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's what they say. Well, that was it for our New Hampshire recap. We'll be back on Friday. We got some races up in the Poconos. We will preview that. We'll bring uh, bring you some news around NASCAR as well. We appreciate you guys for listening. For Thomas, I'm Evan. We'll be back on Friday. We'll see you. I grew up in Texas where football was my game. Feel that racing fever started burning in my brain. Started running many stops when I was 13. And won a short track championship when I was just 16. I met a man named Harry Hyde and he built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hill and Strilling Company. We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17. My Talladega big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry Hyde. And I'm glad I had granddaddy on my side. You've given me my wings, now it's up to me to fly. Thank you for the ride, Harry Hyde. Now some may say that lady luck has given me the brakes. I must admit she smiled a bit, but it's me that runs the race. Now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance. I'll do the best I can for those who've given me.